I'm so glad that I've been up mountains, in Wales, in the lakes, and once, just once, in the snowy mountains of France to ski. I also went up a mountain in Italy in a tram. But to get up there, to look back, and to enjoy the views as well as enjoy the sense of fulfilment of getting there, wonderful, unforgettable. These days I do wonder whether the church, certainly the Western church, is in a bit of a pickle for so many reasons, because its members have not been up the mountain. They just haven't. They've stayed on the ground, the ground they're used to, that they're familiar with. So they've not glimpsed the Jesus of transfiguration, or if they have, they've dismissed him as a piece of biblical mythology. And so what happens if we go along with this? We end up following a pick and choose Jesus. Yes, a Jesus that comforts us, but not a Jesus that disturbs our lives. Yes, a Jesus that saves us, but not a Jesus that sends us out into the world. A Jesus, yes, that chooses us, but not a Jesus that challenges our priorities. A Jesus that embraces us, but not a Jesus that exposes our sin. The truth is that if we're not following the transfigured Jesus, the Jesus of the mountaintop, then we're not following God. So it doesn't matter what we think. I love cryptic crosswords. On the back of my latest collection, it says these three words, addictive, taxing, compelling. Now, that's my Jesus. That's the Jesus I long to know. He's the Jesus of the mountain. He's the Jesus who, through those who choose to follow him, will change this messed up world. The pick and choose Jesus just won't. As soon as Jesus walked out of the tomb that first Easter day, the last days of the world began. And right now, we're living in those days. We have no idea how long we've got before the curtain comes down on this world and the new begins. No idea at all. But one thing is certain, certainly for me, only the Jesus of the mountaintop will bring renewal and those who choose to worship and follow him. <laughs>